0: Welcome back to Encouraging Words to Give You Hope. I'm your host Hope, the author and founder of Meditate Hope, with the mission of encouraging people to meditate on the hope of Jesus because when you do, it changes everything. You've probably heard the song, Amazing Grace, before. The familiar lyrics tell us, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound, that save a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. We are so undeserving of God's grace, and it's such a precious gift God has given to each and every one of us. But so often in our everyday lives, we can get caught up in the pleasures of this world in our pride and forget our redemption story, our roots, our first love, our savior and redeemer. In this week's devotional, we will be diving into Ephesians chapter two, where Paul talks about God's gift of grace, remembering our life before Christ, and how salvation is offered to all. So grab your Bible and let's humble ourselves before the Lord today as we study His Word. In the first 10 verses of this chapter, we will see how they talk about God's abundant and undeserving grace for us. Verses 1 through 2 say the following, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. These verses give us a but God statement. "You were dead in our sin, but God made us alive in Christ. and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. These verses talk about how before our life in Christ, we wanted our cravings, our desires, then following our thoughts. We were dead in our sin, chained by our past, blinded by our own ways, and filled with pride. But God, who is so, so merciful to us, made us alive in Christ, raised Jesus from the dead, and even seated us with Jesus, the creator of the world in the heavenly realms. Why did God do all this? He did all this so that he might show his incomparable riches and unexplainable grace and kindness to us. This is a common theme we will see throughout this chapter, all about God's amazing grace given to us. Just meditate on that truth today. God's grace and kindness is incomparable to everything else in this world. The creator of the world sent down his one and only son to pay the price for our sin and our wrongdoing. It's something we should always remember and never forget as his children whom he sacrificed his life for. So the verses we just discussed, verses 1-7, through talked about how we were dead in our sin and it's all by God's grace. Now we move on to verses 8 through 10, which talk about what God's grace did for us. Follow along in your Bible as we read verses 8 through 10, which says, "'For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do.' There are four main things here that tell us what God's grace did for us. Number one, by His grace, we are humbled. When God gave His grace to us, it reveals to us that we have done wrong in His sight and our need for a Savior. It opens our eyes from our blindness from pride. It shows us our need for Him, and when we come to the point when we are at the end of ourselves— and we realize that we need Jesus, that's when God is right there saying, accept my free gift of salvation, grace, and eternal life. This leads us to our next point. By His grace, we are saved. It is only by His grace that we are saved. His grace is the only payment for salvation through His Son, Jesus. It's not by our own works we are saved, but by His grace. Remember, God's grace is how we recognize our need for a Savior. If we were saved by doing good works, which we aren't, that's earning our salvation, denying our need for a Savior. It's only by His grace and not from ourselves that we are saved. Number three, by His grace, we choose to give Him glory. Since we are saved by grace, we choose at that moment to give God all the glory and acknowledge Him as our source and the only one who can save us. We are so undeserving of His grace. We never deserved it, and we were worthy of death as the punishment for our sin. But because God loved us so much and has freely given us His grace to save us, we owe Him all the glory. And number four, by His grace, we are given purpose. Without God and His grace, we are nothing, because without God, we are nothing. Without Him, we wouldn't even be alive and breathing right now. Through Him, we are His handiwork, we are given purpose, created to do good works, and are equipped to live like Jesus because we are made in His image. Live in God's gift of grace today. Recognize your need for a Savior and that Jesus is the only one who could save you and fill that void. Accept him as your personal Lord and Savior and accept his gift of grace freely given to anyone who will receive it. Next, in verses 11-13, Paul talks about how salvation is a free gift to all, including Gentiles, which wasn't how it was like before Christ died on the cross. He writes, Therefore, remember that you who are Gentiles by birth called uncircumcised by those who call themselves the circumcision, which is done in the body by human hands, Remember that at the time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenants of the promise without hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. In these verses, Paul calls the Ephesians, who are Gentiles, to remember, this word remember is used two times in this group of verses, their life before Christ and what God has done. As humans, we don't really like to look back at hard times. We often want to fast forward through the hard times and just get it done and over with. But as Christians, it's important to remember our lives before Christ. It's part of our story, and even the broken pieces of our story can be used by God to paint a beautiful masterpiece. God can use the unlikeliest of people and do a complete turnaround in a person's life. Why is it important to remember the tough trials and seasons? Well, they are worth remembering. We can look back at any of our lives before Christ and praise the Lord for what he has done. Before Jesus, we were without hope, without the promises of God, and far from him. Through his blood, as Paul writes, we are brought near to him. And just like we talked about earlier, remembering our life before Christ humbles us, acknowledges God in everything, and shows us God's master plan in redeeming our souls finally in verses 14 through 22 paul talks about how there is peace and unity among believers through christ he writes in verses 14 through 18 for he himself is our peace who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier the dividing wall of hostility by setting aside his flesh the law with its commands and regulations These verses talk about how we, the body of Christ, are one through Jesus dying on the cross. He is our peace, and there is no longer division among the bodies split into Jews and Gentiles, but just one group of people, the body of Christ. Through him, we have direct access to the Father by one spirit. Before Jesus died on the cross, there was a curtain in the temple where only priests were able to enter and meet with God. But now, through Jesus, there can be peace and unity among believers, and anyone can access God at any time. Paul then writes in verses 19 through 22, Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his Spirit. What Paul is talking about here is how we are no longer foreigners and strangers, but we are citizens of heaven and members of God's household, whether Jew or Gentile. Our foundation as believers is Jesus Christ as the chief cornerstone. In Christ, the body is united, the holy temple of the Lord, and the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit. We are all one body. God welcomes all to his family, no matter what your story, nationality, tribe, or tongue. God welcomes all. He comes knocking on the door of our hearts, seeing if we will open it, dine with him, and accept his free gift of salvation, grace, and eternal life. Will you open the door today? Run home and accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior and enter God's family? Now it's time for our discussion questions and application. This week, we will be doing a lot of reflecting about God's grace to us and his redeeming love for us. It might even get a little emotional as you reflect on these questions yourself. So let's come before him with a humble heart. Number one, what does God's grace mean to you? We talked about how Paul told the Ephesians how it is by God's grace we have been saved and have been given a purpose. Take a few moments after listening to this podcast episode and grab a piece of paper and a pen. Write a little letter and prayer to Jesus. Thank him for his grace and tell him what his grace means to you. Think about how his grace has changed your life because I know his grace has truly changed my life and the lives of other believers around me. We have such a gracious God choose to praise him today number two do you remember your life before christ though it's hard to look back at the hard seasons remember that they are worth remembering even the ephesians were encouraged by paul to remember their lives before christ which for some of them could have looked really dark without hope and without god this week i encourage you to look back at some old prayer journals and prayer requests and maybe even reflect on past seasons of your life Look back and see how God has worked in and through every season and how he has brought you through each and every one, all by his grace. And number three, have you accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? Have you entered the family of God and accepted his free gift of grace, salvation, and eternal life? Remember, this is the most important decision you will ever make. God's gift of salvation and grace is free to all, no matter who you are or what you look like. Today, choose to open the door and run into the Father's arms. Accept his free gift of grace and remember his amazing grace in every season. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast episode. I hope I encouraged you and brought you closer to God. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. For daily Christian encouragement throughout your week and Bible journaling inspiration, you can follow at MeditateHope on Instagram. That's M-E-D-I-T-A-T-E-H-O-P-E. For weekly devotionals and Christian resources, you can go to meditatehope.webly.com. That's M-E-D-I-T-A-T-E-H-O-P-E dot W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. Remember that you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.